that there's a whole world available to you. Like this, the idea of being able to make something come to life is so appealing to me. And it's exciting, people. Just like stay in the moment with us. Just stay in the moment. Put the phone down. Stop texting in class. I can see you. We can all see you. Stay focused. Be grateful. Say thank you. You know, if you, if you get to meet with somebody, send a thank you note. Like all those little those little soft skills your parents taught you go a long way. Gail Anderson is a New York-based designer, educator, and writer. She teaches in the School of Arts, MFA, undergraduate, and high school design programs and has served on the advisory boards for Adobe Partners by Design and the Society of Publication Designers. Anderson is the recipient of the 2008 Lifetime Achievement Medal from the AIGA the 2009 Richard Gangle Art Direction Award from the Society of Illustrators, and has lectured about design at organizations and conferences around the world. She has served on the board for the Type Directors Club and is a member of the Citizen Stamp Advisory Committee for the U.S. Postal Service. In her years at Rolling Stone magazine, she has held numerous positions from 1987 through 2002, starting as an associate and becoming senior art director. Her work has been recognized by design organizations including the Society of Publication Designers, TDC, the Type Directors Club, the AIGA, the Art Directors Club, Print, Graphiste, Howe, and Communication Arts. Anderson considers herself a reformed collector or hoarder who just now looks but no longer buys. Recently, Gail has partnered with artist and art director Joe Newton. Together, they are AND an acronym for Anderson Newton Design. Together they offer award-winning, multidisciplinary design solutions. We hope you enjoy this podcast as Mandy and I have an amazingly fun conversation with Gail Anderson. We should probably <laughs> kick, kick this off. Why yeah, kick yeah. Off, yeah. Are you ready, Gail? Let's, yeah. let's dive in. Let's just go for it. All right. Ah, I've got to switch gears now. I wasn't in podcast gear. Now I got to... Right... Welcome to another episode of Design Dedux Podcast. Everyone with me today, of course, is Mandy, my co-host in these uh, episodes on redesigning her story. And today, uh, we are both honored and privileged to have with us the former graphic designer of Rolling Stone Magazine, the current graphic uh, current designer at Newton Anderson Design. Correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mostly a lot of SVA stuff now. Okay. Well, that takes me to the next design educator. Uh, AIGA superstar writer. Anyway, uh, Gail Anderson. Gail, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Greetings from Woodstock, New York. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Is it um, staying pretty calm in Woodstock? It's it's just what you think. It's just yeah. It's a lot a lot of tie dye, a lot of wind chimes. Love, peace, tie-dyes, and masks. Yeah, and masks. Yeah, and tie-dye masks. So. And tie-dye masks. Yeah. Hey, Gail, for and the bears. listeners. And, and bears. Bears. Oh. I've been having a bear problem. Oh, no. I oh, was on a call. I was on a call last week, and I'm looking out. I have a friend staying with me, and he started screaming. And when I went out, the bear was taking my garbage can away. Taking the garbage can away. Took the garbage can, went down the hill with the garbage can. Okay. The, so, hey, then he needs to pay the uh, the fee to get a new can replaced right? by the uh, by the yeah. city. <laughs> and on the video, you hear me saying, "I just got that." Oh, no. <laughs> that is so funny. Sorry, of course the phone is ringing. Oh, soon, that's no but... worries. Yeah, the phone's yes. ring. It's not a problem. Hey, a landline. Um, a landline. A landline. Oh, 
Very. Yeah. yeah. Which is funny because my my mobile device, I have the classic ringer tone. Ah, uh, so do I. So do I. Yeah. And I get picked yep. on. I get picked on. It's like, oh, you're so old. And I'm like, what? <laughs> hey, Gail, for those that have, um, haven't have heard of Gail Anderson uh, and want to know a little bit about Gail Anderson, can you give us a brief introduction to uh, your background? Well, um, I am currently uh, chair of BFA Design and BFA Advertising at the School of Visual Arts in New York. And I am the creative director at Visual Arts Press, which is the in-house studio for the school. Uh, this is my first year as chair. Uh, I took over for Richard Wilde, who was the first chair of uh, the program for 50 years. Wow. He was chair when I was wow. there. Well, congratulations uh, he, to you too. 50 years. Uh, so yes, yeah, so I started on a very unusual year. Uh, thinking I was getting through my first year okay, and then, you know, then uh, everything's changed Surprise. in March. Surprise! Yeah. And I, uh, before that, um, I, I have a small studio with a friend, Joe Newton, Anderson Newton Design. Uh, we do projects together. Uh, and um, before that, I was creative director of design at Spotco in, in New York um, Theater. Uh, we did about advertising campaigns and posters and key art for about half the shows on Broadway at any given time. Uh, and for many, many years before that, uh, I worked with Fred Woodward at Rolling Stone, where I was senior art director for uh, about 14 years uh, in Boston Globe before that and vintage books and school at SVA. So, but so yeah, but, uh, the bulk of my young adulthood was spent with Fred at Rolling Stone. So. That is incredible. That's that's awesome. And um, so, how long were you also in education? Did you were you teaching while you were? I at started Rolling teaching Stone? when I was at Rolling Stone. I that's what I this, thought. This this school year is my thirtieth year. Wow! 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 Thirty years, uh, uh, one class at a time, and then a couple classes, then back to one, and in the undergrad and pre college, continuing ed. Like I always, I just always taught a class and and have. Yeah. Have you always taught at SBA? Have you ever taught anywhere else? Nope, I've always taught at SBA. Oh, always taught at SBA. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I've done workshops in in different cities and different countries, uh, but um, yeah, I've only taught at at my school. Yeah, so, my school. Yeah, my school. I've yeah. um, this is the first summer that I've not taught during a summer session, and it feels really strange. Have uh, have have you taught a lot of summers as well? Or? I I've done uh, pre college in the summers. Uh, so I, I'm not doing it obviously this time around, but, uh, but there are other people doing it. And I, I really love working with the high school kids. Yes, so yeah. I, I miss doing that. So I'll get back on that next year, but this, this summer is just rebuilding for the fall. So right. I kind of, I can't take on anything else, but, but like, right. Whatever but, is coming but, down the road. So. But you guys are still having pre pre-college, um, sessions. Pre-college, uh, on zoom. You know, okay. Yeah. So I just got off a call actually uh, with uh, sixteen students and the uh, and the instructor and looked at their projects and you know it's like come on turn the camera on turn the camera on kid so you know just <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just like in I don't know if you guys experience this in your classes but you just like put the camera on yes oh, yes yeah and yeah and then there's the students that turn the camera on but then I don't know where they are <laughs> it's like well we were right? in we were attending class and I'm like where are you 
Aha, uh-huh. were, were you, you really? really? <laughs> yep. Or, or at the end, you know, you're done and you wait and see, okay, you're not even in the room because your camera's on. You're still here. <laughs> right. Because like, all the students listening, we we're, we're watching you. Uh, we left and you're still here. So yeah. come on back and turn that camera on. So my guess is before <laughs> we get into uh, talking a little bit, uh, a little bit further about some of the other things we want to ask you. I'm guessing that SVA is going to be online uh, for fall. Uh, well, we're looking at like everybody else, looking at all the different models. Right. I there uh, humanities and art history will will go online for sure, and the rest of us uh, are looking at at sort of a hybrid. So there'll be yeah. an online track for sure because we've got a lot of students, international students, and we have to figure out the time differences right. now. Right. Uh, and, and art uh, and design. And then there'll be a hybrid. So, yeah. yes. and yes. art and design is very difficult to teach completely online. Yes, right? yes, yeah. yep. So I, you know, we're I, th- I've never used the word asynchronous as much as, uh, as I have. <laughs> right. And every time I type it, I'm like, how do I spell that again? How do I spell that? Right. right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a lot. It's a lot. Ah. So for the film, we're going to be talking um, to various people, um, some recognized designers, you know, very recognizable designers, some not as recognizable, and some historians and curators. Uh, so I want to ask you, what do you think most people know or perhaps recognize you for, and what would you like to be known or recognized uh, for? Um, I think that when I do talks, people ask about Rolling Stone years most, Um and so I've always, whenever I talk to Fred, it's just like, that's just what it's going to be like, no matter what, it'll always come back to that. And so I feel like, well, that's it. I peaked in my twenties into my thirties. <laughs> it's over. Uh, oh boy. But that was such a, such a unique uh, moment in, in design history and just history and people had money and budgets and, you know, you yeah, had lots of pages yeah. and all that stuff. Uh, so I think that, and, and maybe uh, I worked on a postage stamp, um, a couple of years back. Uh, and so that oh, right. people ask about that. See, see, see. Yeah. So some people remember that. So. I keep going to the SVA subway posters. I love my subway posters. I That's do too. I, yeah. I, I don't mean my personal ones. I just love the idea of, of assigning the posters because now I get to commission them. Um, oh, how cool. Yeah. Yeah. I work with Tony Rhodes, who's the executive creative director and executive vice president at the school. And so we go back and forth on who should do the next posters. And, um, and so I get to work with that person and I, I actually working on the next one myself. So. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. yeah so Did, I, when I started, when I started at visual arts press, I was like, damn it. Now I can't do these posters anymore. But he's like, Oh, you should do one. I was like, okay, I suppose. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so is there anything different that you've done in the past that you wish people would like, oh, but I did this thing over here too. Isn't this uh, really great? Uh, or even your work as an educator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because that's been sort of going on in the background for my whole career. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I think that now in this new position, I'm invited to more sort of education moments and asked to be part of things. So, yeah. So I feel like this is sort of a new chapter and something I never anticipated doing. Um, mm-hmm. But why not? You know, 
So, of course, who would think that like all of education would be like ah, sure tatters right now? But right. Uh, what better time to take a new yeah. job? <laughs> yeah. I, I use some of your work in my classes. So you know you're huh. you're still educating even if you're not in the classroom. So think of that. I, thank right? you, thank you. Yeah. I get I get um I get requests from students uh, who use the work in, in class or want to do a project or something. So that's 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 been nice over the years. So it, uh, you know, and so all, all I ask, like if I do a you know answer some questions or send you stuff, is like, can you just send it to me when you're done? Like, let me just see how it turned out. Yeah. Right. I would say maybe a third of the time they actually do. Oh, so now I'm like, you better send that to me. <laughs> right. so. Or you'll get nothing. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll take it all back. Yeah. I'll yep. claim copyright. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, interestingly, I, I find I'm using more of your examples in my typography classes. Hmm. And I point out the use of type as well as the lettering. So do people really talk to you much about some of the lettering that you've done oh, and yeah. do, do you yeah, separate yeah. that much yeah no no yeah, no it's uh, stuff. yeah it's it's you know you don't i don't look at the old stuff very often i have reason to and the other day somebody reached out uh to to do something and said oh my website hasn't been updated in many years but i've got stuff on behance that i had to put together for cooper hewitt and so i was just flipping through it because i couldn't i couldn't remember the the login for it i was like oh i I have gotten a lot done in 30 something years you know you kind of forget and you right uh you you put it under the house in a rubbermaid container (laughs) so hey so so what do you think then about um notoriety in design uh i you know being older now I'm less interested in the influencer stuff and uh, the sort of flavor of the month uh, mm-hmm. with designers mm-hmm. and styles and everybody looking and sort of doing the same thing for a while. Everybody's doing all the sort right. of swirly lettering and you're like, yeah. all right, all right, already. Uh, so, and you know, there's the sort of bad boy stuff uh, that I think I've been sort of so low key over the years that um it's that's not on my radar. I've had a friend staying with me, um, Zipang Zhu, who is a designer and I would say influencer. Uh, and his his world is on social media, and he's got you know tens of thousands of followers, and he's posting if we're at the supermarket, and he's posting like, oh, what you, I saw what you had for dinner last night. I'm like, <laughs> you know, so yeah. it's a whole other world that I'm not used to, but I see how how that makes a difference in. I tell students, you know, you, you, it may not be your thing, but you have to kind of put yourself out there in this, in this, what I feel like is new, but to them is the only way they know. Yeah. Um, that's how you're going to get jobs. That's how you're going to get freelance projects. That's yeah. I was going to ask you, about you. Yeah. I was going to ask yeah. you if you felt it was useful and right. it's different. Like you said, goodness. Yeah. It's really different. I, I think that <laughs> when people contact me through that, they're, like asking, do you know somebody who can do this? Or do you know a young person? Like, damn, really? <laughs> so, so that happens after a certain age. It's like, I, I, I couldn't do that? Sure, okay. So, uh, or do you have a student who can do this project for next to nothing or something? Oh, but goodness. yeah, it's, it's yeah. incredibly valuable. Um, and I, you know, I warned them the same way I'd, I'd warned my nieces and nephews. Like, you know, be careful what you put up there. And 
Um, oh yeah. All your partying and all that. Like we'll keep, keep your separate account for that. If right. If you need to. Oh, there's no take backs on the internet. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, there's yeah. delete, but you know. Has <laughs> <laughs> anything ever really deleted? I, yeah. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think so. So, so what was, what gave notoriety to designers in the past? Was it, was it visual presence of the work? Was it awards? You know, Definitely what awards. built that? The awards counted for so, I mean, they count, of course, now. Right. Yeah. They counted for everything then because that's, right. you got the annual and you look through and you're like, ooh, this one got, you know, 10 medals and that one got gold and platinum. And so the, the, all those competitions really uh, had a lot, a lot of impact. Um, and yeah, it, it was, it was the work because you didn't have a often have a way to get to know the personality. You just knew them through the work. Mm -hmm. uh, and now it's so much more personality driven. Uh, Do you think those awards hold the same prestige now? Yeah. I don't or is know. it the likes? I, I the like, the likes count for everything. I, yeah. I, the likes count for everything, but the awards, the awards mean a lot to the students and we, we enter, uh, and again, this is just my first time around with this bit, so I'm picking up where Richard left off. Um, yeah. But we enter a lot of competitions, and it, it's it's really beneficial to the students, um, mm -hmm. and they they love it. They love you know, even me, for their self esteem. Yeah. Oh goodness, yeah, very much yeah. so. Yeah. Let me ask you, kind of like a, a precursor to Mandy's question coming up. Um, so you know, talking about the awards and the notoriety. And you know how you get recognized as a designer. When you were with Rolling Stone, were you as the designer getting recognized as a female in the industry doing the work, or was it the work of Rolling Stone that was getting noticed? And eventually, it just came out that oh, by the way, there's this wonderful woman that does the work. Well, it wasn't. I mean, it was a bunch of wonderful women under Fred. So I was just sort of second in command. Um, if early on, I remember Fred going out and doing a lot of talks and he was always on the road doing talks. And then uh, I started to get invited to do stuff. And I'd worked on a book with Steve Heller in 91 or something, a book called Graphic Wit. And I did a talk, uh, a really bad talk, as I recall. Uh, I, was, <laughs> I went through it really quickly. I was nervous and I was like, okay, we're done. And, uh, and then did another one in, in Texas and, you know, you, yeah. once you sort of get in that circuit, then you start going around and, and, and that seems to make a big difference to how people, especially then, started to get to know you, right, was right. Going, going to campuses and going to AIGA uh, conferences and, uh, you know, all those events, the How Conference and, right. and all. Uh, right. You know, so I guess we see what happens now, how, how that world shifts. Yeah. As you're talking, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pondering that and wondering what that'll look like in how that'll, what that'll look like for our students even, because students would take a big part in these conferences and right. that would get them noticed as young upcoming professionals that people would find interest in, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So um, I'm hearing all the time from design educators, and, and Pete and I have talked about this, seeing this shift happening in our own classrooms, that, <clears throat> that, that more and more female students dominate um, in terms of numbers. They dominate over male students in, in terms of numbers in the classroom. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I was, yeah, I was wondering if you were seeing that Same at thing. SBA. Yep. And, and is that, do you know if that shift is happening to the design world and, and what that translate, what that means? Hmm. I'm going to throw another curveball yeah. at you. <laughs> I see also in the graduate level, it's even more evident. Oh, yeah. You know, yep. it might be 60, 40, 70, 30 in undergrad. But as soon as you get to the mm -hmm. graduate programs, it's 90, 10, if not mm -hmm. 80, 20. Right. Yeah. And I think I'm ultimately wondering how that translates to leadership roles in the design world and and is that translating to more and more leadership roles i think it is i don't think i don't think you really give it a second thought anymore in the same way that you did 10 even 10 years ago or certainly 20 years ago you're just like yeah of course she's in charge right uh and and so now the focus because in some way we feel like okay we, we got this now uh and maybe we don't entirely but we're it's, it's not as much of a, a head scratch. Oh, we've got to find early on, for example, if I would do a talk and I couldn't do it, like, well, do you know another woman who can do it? And you're like, really? Mm. And so now, um, cause we kind of have to fill the slot. So now uh, it's figuring out how to incorporate all different kinds of people and, um, uh, more, much more inclusion. Yeah. into the mix so right. that that you know let's see how that begins to translate since since that's right now on on all of our minds does it translate is it does it fade in a couple of months and people move on to something else i hope not right, you know? right so let's right. let's see how because it's an industry that that is not filled with people of color so well i was going to ask did you also face some of that like well if you couldn't do it do you know any, any other black women that are designers. So does that even happen in ethnic ethnicity? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, and you're like, ah, ouch. Like, really? Yeah. But I, 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 whenever that happens, and it does, even now, uh, I think, okay, I'm, I'm helping to move this forward a little bit for the next generation. So, like, right. Yeah. Just think about it that way. Uh, it's a good way to think about it. Yeah. 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 And I, I really, I think, I think that, I think that those of us of a certain age have, have done that a little. And so I, I don't see it in the classroom yet, but I feel like we'll, we'll start to see it more and more. Uh, the, our, our classes are, are certainly much more diverse than a million years ago when I was in school and it was just everybody, you know, from the, the boroughs and the sort of tri-state area and the most exotic person was from California. And I was like, how did you get here? You know, like, I remember those questions. Yeah. 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 One of my closest friends from my undergraduate, uh, was from Boulder, Colorado. And I was like, wow, wow. You came all the way to the East coast to all hang out. All the way to the wow. East coast. Yeah. 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 So, you know, and now I'm like, where are you from? Like, let me get a map. Like, Ooh, these are, you know, it's, it's such a different population. And I feel like yes, I've learned so yes. much uh, about all these, all of these really fascinating students and, and figuring out different ways to reach them 
mm -hmm. has been an interesting challenge these last couple of years. Uh, yeah, so this there, this part of life for me is is a whole new learning experience. Yeah, and their which is good to have happen, you know. Right, and their personalities, right. yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, I I love getting to know them, and I think it's so important for them to realize who they are as as people too, mm -hmm. and bring that into into their design work. Yeah, uh, yes, hugely. I early on, I was all about the sort of assimilation thing. Well, you've you've come here, so you want to do it our way. Now I'm like, oh, right, not necessarily. Yeah, you know, yeah. I feel like I'm this person with the best of intentions, and I would still sort of bring my stuff to it and make these assumptions, like "Let me teach you about America," and it'll, you know, <laughs> you'll do everything this sort of Western way. And, yeah, yeah. And so we've all had to adjust our thinking, and as long as, as long as people allow us the room to make these mistakes and to trip over ourselves every now and then, right? As as we get there, um, yeah. we'll we'll be okay. So. My uh, my students have the hardest time when they they want me to teach them how to use Adobe Illustrator just as a reference, mm -hmm. right? And I'm like, well, I'll show you Adobe Illustrator, I'll show you where all the tools are, and I'll show you what they do, but I'm not going to show you how to design in it because then I'm making little mini me designers, and I want you to be your own designer, and yeah, it's right. really it's really tough. It's really tough, and um, I even had that. As a student, it's like, well, I want to do what this person's doing. Well, for me, it was know? Paula Cher. She was my portfolio, oh, teacher. Goodness. Yeah. My portfolio yeah. teacher. And I was like, well, I'm going to do whatever Paula does. And we would all just mimic Paula. And yeah. she's like, oh, my God, people, just stop. <laughs> you know, I, I find myself asking if I'm getting too close to that sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, Does that is that too Paula Cher? Is that too... Uh -huh. Is that too Paul Rand? Is it? Yeah. Uh -huh. Right. But those yeah. are and good things. Yes. You know? Well, and I think it's important that we continually ask ourselves these questions, yeah. you know? Um, do you have a role model? W were there role models as you oh were God, well, going? Well, Paula, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, even to now. I like whatever yeah. she says. I'm like, okay. You know, <laughs> just, she calls them like, hello, whatever you need. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Paula yeah. Cher and Fred Woodward. For all those years at Rolling Stone, I mean, I was so lucky to have mentors uh, who challenged me, who put up with me, uh, and certainly Fred. You know, for all those yeah. years of of working together, uh, he was just he didn't pit us against each other, which was great. And so it wasn't it wasn't a a really competitive. Uh, place, which was nice, because it could have been, it could have gotten ugly, between between all of us as we as we tried to work so hard. But right. I mean, I I feel like in those fourteen or so years, it might as well have been like thirty years for the amount of time I was there through the night and uh, as hard as we worked, we just and so that that work ethic. Um, I actually had to dial it back a little bit when I got to spot because it's just like, what do you mean you're going home? Where are you going? Seven o'clock, come back. So, <laughs> oh, so you were the one that started was, that whole trend. Oh my god, right? we were we were awful with that. And now just, there's what no time designer. Were you there till, yeah, well, what time are you there till? Like, oh, you know, three. I was there till four. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, right. So yeah, would that, you we say that? Bad. So would you say that uh, Fred Woodward um, promoted collaboration over competition? Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, most people work pretty independently. Yeah. I worked with him really closely. So for me, it was about the collaboration. 
uh, I would say for most, but not all of the other designers, they, they were sort of more, more focused on their thing, but he was, he was okay either way, which yeah. was nice. Where okay. now I feel like I'm sometimes like, let's collaborate. Let's like, why don't you want to collaborate? Let's all, come on, collaborate. Yeah. So he, I have to remember like, that's okay. Not everybody, you know, some people put their headphones on and, yeah. and work. Yeah. But. Collaboration moving forward is going to be quite different for sure. And how, yeah. what collaboration looks like. It's going to be so different. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go off script a little bit. And I've noticed in some conversations about education of um, our more knowledgeable via length of time. I'm trying to I'm trying to use everything but not older designers. <laughs> uh, um, Go ahead. Uh, at the education atmosphere, were there many women educators while you were going through school? Mm. Yeah, it was pretty split. Yeah. Do you have uh, any probably more men than women, but Karen Goldberg, mm -hmm. uh, a huge influence as well. Uh, Henrietta Kondak. Um, but yeah, I was going to ask you if you had any like that you really yeah. connected with and that were really important to your to your education. Yeah, and yeah. you know it was the early '80s, and it was really important to see that because you yeah. just sort of expected it would all be men, but whenever there was women, you were like, okay, you know, mm, yeah, yeah, I want to know more about her. And it was again, it was really hard to find out more about people. You'd like read something in print magazine or, you know, there was no internet. So you right. were just, we were trading scraps, you know? Yeah. Oh, I remember passing around the uh, communication arts. <laughs> um, well, you must have had money then because that was the expensive one. Well, so. <laughs> our, our department had them. Our department had them. Ah, so the students okay. would kind of like scooch it off into their bag and read it and then put uh -huh. it back. And then the next student would be like, hey, did you return that magazine yet? Yeah. Yeah. And then along came the internet and... Is at everybody's fingertips. It sure is. What about the importance of having um, those design heroes or those um, people to look up to as as your inspiration for design for the young designers? I think that's really important. And we have a, a design history class that's a required mm -hmm. uh, class for students. And uh, I teach a class, a sophomore class. I have half the students in the program, the first semester and then the other half. So I've got like 130 or 140 people each semester. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So Mandy, what are your numbers at? Oh, so I have um, usually about 25 a semester in my design history okay. classes. And that's, but, and, but I have two, I should say I have two sections of 25. Mm, <clears throat> so 50. And we're a smaller university. So we only have it in the spring semester. And I have oh. about 18 students. So we're oh. definitely a smaller program. Okay. Well, I mean, Back I'm the only you. one who's got a class with like that that kind of numbers. Everybody else yeah. has around 20, even the design history classes. But I I have to find a way to meet everybody. So that's oh, that's boy. what I do. And so we have this big class that, well, I guess will now be a big class online. Uh, yep, on Canvas. Yeah. So uh, and so I try to bring in uh, as many folks from different parts of the industry for the students to meet. I give them books and just stuff. And we do a bit of design history, just a quick, you know, sort of big keynote walk through everything. And I was teaching design history for a few years before and you show them stuff and they're just like, yeah. like you know what, you can, you can find this too. So like, just don't just look at whatever 
the cool person of the moment is doing. It's like, yeah. go back, go back. And I give them a graphic style, uh, Stephen Seymour's book. And I got, I'm trying to get them just, there's a whole rich history there, kids. Yeah. Uh, there's stuff to pull from, you know? I, um, I have one student, she's graduated, but uh, her thesis project, um, she got really in tuned to um, Barbara Kruger's work. And she started combining graphic design digitally and screen printing into her thesis show. And um, she very much so found these specific women designers uh, as role models, as inspiration for her work. How important is it for women students or women in design to have female role models uh in their or mentors yeah as mentors i mean yeah yeah. that's lynn staley when i was at the boston globe uh for a little over two years um was my boss at the sunday magazine and you know i just hung on her every word and learned so much and and i was willing to do anything so uh i just like what do you need i i'm there i'll do it and you want to have those people around who who are going to teach you and and who you can who you can assist and mm-hmm. they will want like they need help too so they will be happy if you say what can i do for you I'll be like are you kidding yeah help me yeah. with this um and if you reach out to people a lot of times they'll get back to you you know right. not all the time and sometimes you have to be persistent but most of us um all of us are flattered when someone says they like our work or they like mm-hmm. us you know right. and so there's no one who isn't just like oh yeah you know. people too yeah yeah, yeah. Like, i'm gonna make t-shirts no one ever says anything nice you know people just complain <laughs> so when you've got like some nice That's kid true. who's saying like oh i want to do something about it. oh i'll help you so yeah, yeah. The, the mentor uh, yeah again i've been lucky to have had people who who were so great and who who would put up with me for years and years at a time. So, so um, kind of just jumping off of that, how important do you think it is, it is for us to examine women and, uh, and, and to have women specifically represented in graphic design history? Oh yes, 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 yes. Cause there are only a couple of books, not that many. Um, and again, things are a lot better than they were in the seventies and eighties and even nineties, but it's so great to see some little compendium of, of all these, these great, uh, uh, both senior and, and newer designers, uh, who are women, you know, that's, and you look and you're like, okay, you know, okay. The guys did a lot, but we like, we've been killing it all these years. So (laughs) yeah. So you go make that movie. Yeah. Thank you so much. And we've had a great opportunity that, um, to talk to Libby and Elizabeth Meggs. Um, and yeah, they sat down with us and, uh, that podcast, by the time our podcast is released, I believe that that one will also be live too. Uh Um, so if you're listening to this one live, be sure to go back and look for that one. But they talked a lot on the challenges of, of Philip Meggs putting that text together that we all use as the book, you know. 
Um, and they're actually working on the seventh edition in that they, they estimate about 2023 for the huh. seventh edition. So everyone get excited for that. Yeah. Um, but they I've got have, them all. Yeah. Yep. Well, I used to. I started realizing that my bookshelf was about to collapse because uh, of them. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, they're working with uh, Sandra Maxa. And do you remember the other editor off the top of your head? Um, um, it's her partner, Andy. but Mark Sanders, maybe? Maybe. Yeah. Apologies. Apologies. Um, but it's exciting um, because they're, they're actually addressing the same issue um, to whatever degree we're not like sure of at this moment, but um, that's going to be looked at as they build it. And we'll be reaching out uh, and speaking with them too, hopefully. Um, so the inclusion of women in the historiographic design then, Gail, um, what, just thoughts on that. I mean, there, there's, there's writings, there's stuff in the Meg's historiographic design book. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's other texts out there, but I, at this point, I don't see how you can continue any uh, volume on design without there being as many women as there are men in it. That's just right. Again, mm -hmm. there. That's that's like that's a given now. That's got to be. Yeah. There's so many great people. So, and you know, we go to Paula automatically um, as as our hero, but but so many others as well as as yeah. we'll we'll see what you do now yeah. Uh, yeah so yeah um yeah i'm trying to I'm, I'm thinking through my thoughts and trying which one i i'm having troubles figuring out which one to throw uh first which thought to throw first so apologies um i don't so libby and elizabeth explained that you know the representation of women in the text wasn't due to uh, any kind of disparity or any kind of not wanting to give the recognition. It was mm -hmm. very difficult for Philip Meggs to make some of those decisions on mm -hmm. what's included, what's not included. Uh, as we work on this film, it's it's a lengthy dialogue and it's going to be a continued dialogue on inclusion of who's in the film, who's not in the film. Mm -hmm. How do you avoid the hero worship and <coughs> yeah. just having interviews with your heroes and saying, look at the great work they did right. and recognizing all the women that contributed to the field, whether they were a production artist or mm -hmm. an entrepreneur of a design agency or an award-winning designer. Um, so along that path of even gender disparity, um, you know, is that something that, that, I mean, it's something that we'll be talking about in our film is it something that gets talked about in history books? I mean, in have you experienced gender disparity in your profession, and and how would one discuss that? Hmm. Yeah, that's a long <laughs> question. Yeah. Huh. I. I guess. It. I've always worked with a lot of women and so I never felt like oh it's it's me and the boys you know it's been it's it's more been like one one poor guy at all of us <laughs> 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 um, at, when I was at Rolling Stone 
and it was it was truly a room of all women and then fred over and uh and he dropped a guy in at one point poor lee lee Bearson, who who had to listen to all these conversations and he just like <laughs> put his head down so we decided we were like all the same menstrual cycle which really happens when it's a bunch of women together and he's just like i'm good here and then after a while he's just like really so then how does that work so so yeah so i've i've always been i've always worked with with a lot of women what what uh comes up more right now is that you look for other women of color yeah and then you're like hmm. you know yeah yeah pretty small numbers there right. so that's that's the next big the next big next big hurdle um, yeah, yeah next big hurdle I remember one of the universities that I was a lecturer at, um, their um, numbers of reputation of, of uh, black students was pretty pretty prominent uh, for that school, uh, probably higher than most universities. And as I think through the design program, it wasn't the same. You know, the, it didn't have the same ratio. It might have been one to ten. Um, and I'm even trying to remember if that one out of the 10 was even a female designer. Yeah. 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 Probably not. So, right. yep. So, so that's gotta be part of your, your yeah. challenge and what you're doing right. too. Yeah. So we see a lot of uh, representation of Asian women in design mm -hmm. for sure. Um, and we um, hope to reach out to um, Sadie Redhawk, if I, if I had the name yeah. correctly. Red yeah. Yeah. Red, Red Wing. Red Wing. Red Wing, yeah. And um I think wait, I don't know her. My friend uh Michelle Washington knows her because we just added her to uh uh a list for a town hall that we're having. Ah, like, okay. Okay. Yeah, for poster yeah. house. Yeah. So yeah, representation representation of ethnicity is going to also be a big challenge. Very important uh, yeah, as well. Forward. Yeah. But it's interesting to hear you talk about um the with the experience at Rolling Stone because as we talked with other people you know when they it's were the almost opposite. like a single if they were a yeah. single woman or really yeah if there yeah. were a small numbers of women it, the tables were turned right mm. editor wise it was mostly the guys and there'd be like one senior editor who was a woman and maybe one sort of junior but design wise yeah it was one two three, four, uh, five of us mm. and Fred, and then five of us and Fred and Lee. Uh, so yeah, so my, my world has, has always been a lot of women, except uh, actually official arts press. It was, it was mostly guys, but yeah, but it doesn't, yeah, it's never been like, what's An going issue. on here. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. thankfully. Okay. Yeah. So that's, if that, maybe that's encouraging. So. It is, it is a little bit different, yeah. a different word on the, on the matter too, which is welcome. Yeah. So um, one of our goals with this film is to create a documentary that appeals to a range of women, um, and of course men. Uh, you know, a range <laughs> Sadie, of women. Ray, Sadie Redwing, by the way. Redwing. Okay. Yeah. Okay, thank, thank you. you. So, thank you. Yeah. So we wanna, oh my God, we got an email. I understand. Yeah. 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 So um, one of the things we want to do is create a film that appeals to a broad range of women in the profession. Um, you know, from long pra long time practicing designers to up and coming designers, and of course, students and educators. Um, so I want to ask you, you know, what would you like to see in a documentary film about female graphic designers and how they're represented in history? 
I mean, I'm really interested in going further back, you know, uh, I'm curious about the, the 50s and 60s. Uh, I, it's, it's an easier lift now to, to look at great young female designers. And I, you know, I can think of Paula talking about stories from CBS records in the, in the 70s and 80s. And I, I'm really curious who was, who was out there before that. Um, how hard was it to get a job? What was right. it like really being, you know, the broad right. with a bunch of guys. So, uh, so I'm, yeah, that's, that's what's most intriguing to me right now. It's that's like, good. So there's somebody older than me. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> that's good to hear. And I actually want to see if we can unearth any research that goes back to the early 1900s. So when wartime came and all the men went off to war, were there women coming in to Got the typesetting roles? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And, and, I wonder what that industry was like for them and mm -hmm. experiencing that. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So dig back. Let's see what, see what you come up with. Yeah. Um, what about concerns? Should there be some things that we should watch for? Um, problems, things that you might say, Oh, be careful. Tread, tread carefully on that. Hmm. And your reaction is about the reaction that everyone gets. It's like, well, there doesn't seem to be too many cautionary things, but yeah. every once in a while we get some very good insight on what to be careful with. I don't know. I guess, again, to me, it's looking for women outside of the obvious places, outside of New York, outside the big cities, outside of the States. Mm -hmm. um, we yeah. are looking at even like um, the, the, I don't want to call it the Midwest or the Mid-South, but um, the central area of the United States. And it mm -hmm. is a little interesting to try to find, you know, who's come out of this area. And it's in, going to be interesting to see how much um, geographics played with success. Hmm. Right. You know, big city versus small town. That'll and making a, a name for yourself. And, and, and I think certainly some of the things that have come up in this conversation today, like, you know, today it's, you know, the, the method that you maybe make a name for yourself is through social media. Yeah. And, but in the past it was maybe awards and annuals. And, and if you look at some of those awards and annuals, it's all New York and then maybe oh, yeah. New York and California. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, yeah. as a kid, as a, as a student at SVA, yeah, I figured people, I could live in New York or I could, maybe live in LA or San Francisco and that was it. Yeah. Right, you know, like right. you, I was from here. So it was like, okay, that's what I'll do. But I, the thought that I could live anywhere else, the couple of years I was in Boston, it was like, I can't believe I can, they have jobs in these other cities. <laughs> so I just thought it's all <laughs> right? just, just judging by the annuals. It was all, you know. Yeah. That's very places, true. So, yeah. Are there any, um, any cool projects you're working on right now? Anything uh, you can tease us with that's coming coming down the Do, line doing uh another subway poster um Ooh, okay uh, that uh we're hoping to turn into a campaign uh and do some building wraps and do some social media mm -hmm. uh to to try to um sort of say welcome back to school excellent Thanks. come on come back that so. that reminds me and i want to ask you this question because i'm talking to more of my students in design and I keep like wondering about the term graphic design 
you know, is it dated now? Is it we visual communication design? design? Just yeah. design. Yeah. Yeah, we just say design. And I so. think that's where that's where I'm headed as well. I talk to them a lot more about video, about moving design any I any know. thoughts on that's that so before? cool it's so cool yeah when they're like i don't want to take aspects too hard what do you out of your mind like this <laughs> right. the idea of being able to make something come to life is so appealing to me and you'll get over the hurdle of, you know yeah. like it's hard at first but like you have this whole world available to you i yes, think they yes, need yes, it yes, now yes yeah the way that and this is more than a decade ago when i was was still at spot um that's how I, I realized like that's how we can sort of sell these ideas is to show them the the logo that we've uh the title treatment that we've created for the show like yes we can show it to you on a marquee but let's let, let's make it spin let's let it do things and they were just like right and that's a long time ago now but the fact that you yeah. can do this and that even if you're a, a book jacket designer you still have to animate that book cover for social media right, right. Like, what are you kidding like you need to know <laughs> And yeah. this is really fun. And you you get to be like, I don't know, you're the filmmaker. You're the you're everything on this. And yeah. You don't have to be a pro, but you have to know how to do it. Yeah. yeah. Which going yeah. back to being an educator, it's like, okay, now you don't only have to show them Illustrator and Photoshop and InDesign, but now you need to add After Effects, Adobe Premiere, WordPress, uh, XD, and all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, you know, there's so many yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of things. It's getting harder. And it's almost getting harder to to become an expert, if you will, in a certain area, right? Mm -hmm. Like if we hear the word or the name, sorry, if we hear the name Chip Kid, he's a book a right. book jacket designer, right. Yeah. right? And there's still room for those very uh, niche kind of designers. But for a young designer starting out, it's like, yeah. can you do A, B, C, D, E, F, G, yes. H, I, J, K? I, I tell just, them, yeah. you have to be a Swiss Army knife, you know? Like if yeah. I'm going to, I, I, I'm going to ask you again, can you make this move? And you have to say, okay, sure. Like you don't have to be a pro, but you have to, you have to know how to do a little of everything. So. Yeah. And all those and design it's exciting, people. It is. Yeah. It is. So, yeah. Um, Learning is exciting. <laughs> yeah. Any, yeah. Any and they don't writing? have to carry around, you know, they don't have to carry around all the big giant stuff that we were carrying around. Exactly. Oh, gosh. oh exactly. my goodness. Yeah. So, you know, it's just a tiny giant little box. portfolios. Uh huh. And spend all this yeah. money on, on all the stuff. Like, you can I just still have sit my giant portfolio over in the corner. <laughs> right? Yep. Right. We got we to gotta hold on to those things, Gail. We have to. We have to. I agree. Uh, any writing in, the, in your future? Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, I can, there are three of us working on a project that I'm hoping to get an okay on soon. So Ooh. stay tuned. Okay. 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 All right. That's we exciting. We look forward to it. We look forward yeah. to it. Uh, are you going to try to stay involved in, in conferences, even if they do the online oh, yeah. uh, I, stuff? Yes. I just joined the board of the One Club um, uh -huh. and I've done some virtual talks and yeah, I'll, be doing the virtual conference stuff too. Seems I'll miss to getting a on a plane and going somewhere. Right. But I'm yeah. not getting on a plane. Yeah. I'm going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so it's right. all good. Right. Yeah. Those those days will come back. Uh getting oh, out to a conference personally is so much more uh energizing, so much more yeah. fruitful. Meeting so. people and yeah. having we'll lunch with there. them and we don't even have to shake hands anymore. We can just wave. Right. But, but yeah, yeah. That I'm works. Good. Yeah. 
Hey, before we let you go, I ask this of all uh, my guests. Oh, Mandy, do you want to ask? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, go for it. Sure, I'll go ahead and ask. Uh, Just sort of as like the capstone of the whole conversation, do you have any um, advice that you would give students who are listening to this podcast? Words of wisdom. I have really, really basic life, you know, soft skill kind of stuff of put the phone down, stop texting, (laughs) stop texting in class. I can see you. We can all see you. Just like stay in the moment with us. Just stay in the moment. And it's going to be harder now that we can't really see what you're doing anymore, but uh, stay focused, be grateful, say thank you. You know, Mm -hmm. if you, if you, get to meet with somebody, send a thank you note. Like all those little, those little soft skills your parents taught you go a long way. Uh, right. And nobody remembers any of that stuff. So it's such a joy when somebody does. And when, when somebody seems really grateful, um, really appreciative for the time that you spent with them or, or what you've given them or taught them or whatever, it just, you're just like, oh, you stay in touch. So, <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, if people want to get in touch with you, these, you're leaving me with great segues. Um, how, how do they, how would they get in touch with you? Where can they follow you on social media? Where would you like people to uh, well, know about I'm, I'm on Instagram at Gailey Curl is, I don't post very much. Um, maybe I will, okay. but you know, but I, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to try doing that again. Uh, and, uh, I'm easy to reach by email at ganderson at sva.edu, although it takes me a while to get back to people these days. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, I'm I'm trying to get good about uh, returning emails. But Excellent. Yeah, I suppose Instagram's the way to go now. So yeah, uh, it's not easy. It's not. I've, no. uh, I have all the social media accounts uh, personally and for, for the podcast and now for the documentary film. Yes. And I am in charge of the one for our department. And oh let, man! Yeah, and let That's me tell like a you, job. yeah, yeah, just a bit, yeah, just a bit. So, well, I'll watch for your Instagram for, posts, and I'll give you one. the likes. I'll There's, give you the yeah, double yeah, tap. Just give me a like. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm looking for now. Yep. Right. <laughs> and it's been a great conversation, Gail. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks oh, for spending pleasure. time with us today. Uh, we appreciate that so much. So we much. Know oh, so- so that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank there you. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, no, this is, this has been great. Thank you so yeah. much. Well, we're Fun. really looking forward to when we can get out of the digital meeting and actually yeah. get to New York city to meet with you yeah. and to film uh, stuff for the documentary. Yes. I have a lovely yeah. office that I haven't seen in a very long time. Uh, it's probably quite dusty, but you know, again, we're like, Oh, it's two weeks. We've got leave the plants with a little extra water. Oops. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, well, All right. Boy, I, I, I just want to keep chatting with you. It's been fantastic. <laughs> Thanks so much. All right. Talk All right. You, later. you bet, Gail. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode. The Design Deducts podcast can be found at designdeducts.com. That's D-E-S-I-G-N-D-E-D-U-X dot com, where you can listen to the podcast or watch the video version of the podcast, as well as find links to the guests and the topics discussed during each episode. The Design Deducts podcast can be found on most podcast listening platforms. 
can join us on social media through Instagram and Twitter via at design underscore deducts on Facebook as Design Deducts Podcast and join us on YouTube at Design Deducts for video versions of each episode. If you are enjoying the podcast, you can show your support on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash design underscore deducts. Once again, thanks for joining us and we hope you'll join us again for the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.